wish you knew more stuff. Wish you were more helpful around the house or had an understanding of something that people are talking about at a party. Don't worry, you're not alone. That's why we have enlisted Skillshare to help you out. That's right, Skillshare is a proud sponsor of the A7FL and the A7FL's three-on-one podcast. We want you to get in on the good stuff now. So go to the link right below in the description or wherever you're watching this or go to a7fl.tv slash podcast. Click the Skillshare link and you get a free 30-day trial because you are a fan of the A7FL. So do the thing. Head on over right now to a7fl.tv slash podcast or click right in the description below if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast right now. Do the thing. Click the link in the info below and sign up now. Do 30 days free because of us here at the A7FL. Well, because because we love you. We want you to have cool stuff. And now back to this piece of A7FL content, more than likely showing my face. American Sevens Football League, so it means we get to speak to some of the biggest rivals in the A7FL. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Ryan, and as always, I am joined by my friends. I consider them two of my favorite humans on the planet Earth. It's Big Rob Fabian and Corey Hammond, and starting off on Rivalry Week, he's playing in the 1 o'clock game against the Trenton BIC. It's not the first time he's playing the BIC, but it's the first time in a Patterson U uniform. They call him OB. He is Carlos Croslin. Carlos, welcome to the three-on-one pod. First question is, why do you think you we hate you? Because you said that on Instagram today. <laughs> I just wanted because, to make you know, I, I'm ready to tell y'all why. Anytime I do something bad, that shit viral. Like, y'all make a moment out of it. I threw two touchdowns that same game. What's the only highlight of me up there? Us singing to Mims. No, y'all ain't y'all didn't put that on the Instagram. Y'all ain't well, put that. I, on I the don't page. have Instagram. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm saying man. so. What I'm saying is when y'all put that when y'all post me on the H7 page. Anytime I get posted on, nah, that, listen, it's I think that, and I'm doing I think bad. the disconnect is for the the Instagram, and no, no disrespect to me watching, but you know, maybe the lower class fan they were looking for that. But if you go to the Twitter and the Reddits, and the, you know, for the, there's nothing but Carlos Carlson. I literally say that's his second great throw of the season into the wind. He's got a cannon. Look at that tight spiral. We don't hate you. Yeah, like, I and, and it's not, and and to 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 pull back the curtain a little bit on social media. It's not done to like proactively shit on people, at least for me. Well, when Adrian uh, Green was I doing it to y'all. our guy about his Hanes, that was a different story. But what a what oh, the yeah. A seven FL does, go ahead. Don't nobody be on Twitter yet. I ain't never seen the Twitter A7. I ain't never seen I only see the Instagram. And what I'm telling y'all is on the Instagram, y'all be sure to put my my bad highlights up there every time. <laughs> well, every single time. Like I said, I threw the two touchdowns. Look, I'm going to tell you how bad it is, right? That same game, right? I threw two touchdowns. Y'all put a tackle up there. I ain't saying y'all specifically. I'm just saying A7. I don't know who running it. That's why I say they hate me, though. Y'all put a tackle up there in a six-yard run. I threw two touchdowns. They ain't on there. What, what well, the live watch coverage the live is handled. Did you, watch, did, you watch the, did you watch any of the live coverage or, or, the, or the playback? No, I'm not. I'm not talking about the commentary this time. No, no, I'm just right, saying, right. like, I'm just talking about the Instagram post. So let's That's just say this to, to the guy running that Instagram. Just, just like Snag says to everybody, right? What did Snag say to the whole league in a couple episodes ago? I know you're a fan. You listen. No, nah, I don't remember. What did he say? He, he said, me. he said, it's screw you" in a different word. To the guy, whoever this this random guy is that's running the, all of these Insta faces and snap posts and all this, you know, face chat. But anyway. Let's talk about the real thing that you came on here to talk about, because you know that, you know, at the commentary team, totally separate from the people who run the social media, you know, right. 
on the social media is that also in A7FL social media sometimes might include, even though it's not completely affiliated, all those lives that are going on that you're also involved in. And they, there's a totally different kind of, of hatred level on some of those things that's very friendly and temporary. But I want to talk about the, this week and, 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 and your season so far, because I think it's really interesting that even though everybody from Baltimore knows you that, that plays because they've had to line up against you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's at wide receiver, whether it's doing a kick return, or whether it's been in your, your couple's in, uh, stints at quarterback for the Gators. You know, I was just actually looking back last year. We were introduced to you as a quarterback against your current team when you stepped in after uh, my guy DK, you know, had that little, you know, a little misstep at QB. And then you said, I got this. And, and, and that supreme confidence has kind of followed your game everywhere you go. But what about that game kind of stood out to you to make it make you feel like, A, that you wanted to be a part of that squad, the U, and B, that the U was ready to, you know, in a similar situation where it was almost like stepping in after a guy kind of fumbled the ball, like right before the, you know, the, the season started, you were like, just give me the keys, guys. What you mean? So last year with the Gators, like, let me, let me be clear. Like, I ain't never want to play quarterback with the Gators. That okay. wasn't never the plan. You know, we that's got what they done. said. That's what they were saying, right, Rob? Yeah, saying, so, oh, so we, yeah that's what they were saying last week. Yeah, so, 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 so with that, like, we, we had a quarterback. You get what I'm saying? That was, that was due to certain, that was circumstantial. Right. Like, so I just stepped in because obviously, you know, everybody know who John is. Everybody know what John did. So I just stepped in out the strength. You feel me? Just on, on some backup, like just to be the backup. You feel me? Help the team out. But that was never really what I wanted to do for real. So that's all that was. It was the kind of the same way this season. We ain't really know how this season was going to go. You get what I'm saying? And, when I came, I, I originally came to be a wide receiver. That's clear. Everybody know that. I came to be a wide receiver, but when they needed me at quarterback, I stepped up. That's all. Like, it ain't it ain't really much to it. It's what the team need. I'm going to do what the team need. I'm a team guy. Well, what I've seen so far is that you, you do have that, like, natural bounce. You're a basketball player? No, I'm just an athlete. Uh, yeah, well, well, you almost have like that crossover step inside the pocket or in open field that gives you that separation. And on that one throw in, in the first game to, to Pat Coburn, where he was running that crossing route and then flipped the field when you gave time. That's what it takes to be a quarterback in this league. And when you have the kind of arm strength and, and, and put it in a spot to wide receivers like that, you know, I guess if you if you like it or not, that's where you're at, man. And, and you're heading into a big game this weekend. Um, tell me a little bit about what your thoughts are on facing BIC and, you know, having the situation in front of you where, like you said, you came there to be wide receiver right now. You're stepping into the, to, into the, the pocket against one of the best pass rushes maybe that it, this league has to offer. I don't really have no thoughts. Like, let me just go play. The game is the game. Like, you can, we, can do, uh, we can do all the talking. We can do all the politics and everybody can say what they're going to do. Everybody going to say what they're going to stop, how they're going to stop it. I ain't here for that. You got to play the game. I'm going to tell you, that's, that's going to be my slogan throughout every game. You got to play right. the game at the end of the day. So. Word. All right. Well, since this is the podcast, uh, we got a couple more guests. Up. No, I'm just joking, man. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. said you're coming into politics. That's literally what yeah, you said. I ain't here to politics. But, but so then let's the – that's. That's real talking. When you're looking up against some of the guys that you're facing and some of the guys that you got, what you know, a seven, especially a quarterback position, you're you're going to you're going to the, the the line of scrimmage, and you're looking at the matchups. When you see a guy like Pat Coburn, or you you see a guy you know like Mister Incredible, you got snags in the backfield. You got Millie, Willie Mayweather in the backfield. What are some of those matchups that you're looking at that you're uh, excited to potentially exploit? See. Y'all good. I see what y'all doing. It ain't really – look, we're going to take what they give us. Okay. It ain't really about, like, I ain't going to tell y'all, like, oh, yeah. No, yeah, you don't have to give us the whole game plan. Yeah, yeah don't give us the plan. playbook. So I ain't going to tell you, oh, yeah, we looking for this and I'm looking for that. Just know, like, whatever they give us, we're going to take. You can't go broke making a profit. Oh, That's so you are, you are watching film and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you're listen, paying attention. Man, listen, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a student of the game, man. I come to play. I'm a student of the game. I come to play. 
It's interesting <laughs> that when, when we asked you a little bit before, you're, you're, you're there, you're ready to go. You're with your guys' snags. You guys love to either have the solo cup or the clear cup with the liquid uh, on our show, which is awesome. <laughs> and, and if you're look, this is juice like oh no yeah that's that yeah yeah that's that that's that, plum, that's that plum apple that plum apple is really dark apple real concentrated yeah that's it um Knott's oh, isn't a sponsor but i'd take their money <laughs> also the other the other liquid that's in there too if they want to give us money for it shout outs to carlos yeah Carlin, the the yeah, new you quarterback and rob that's his, that's the best that i'm going to do completely avoid it oh bless your heart <laughs> Bless that's, your heart, I, that's, you that's pretty close. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's another thing y'all got to stop doing, man. Don't <laughs> hey, say no, 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 First of all, we live in the real world where even though that is a great sentiment and Rob and, and Carlos, I might agree with you. The fact is, is that Huff didn't play with the U for like two years like I did for BIC. Huff didn't Huff didn't play with the U for like, you know, two and a half years like Big Rob. Right. Huff was the guy for a really long time. So there is going to be things that would be like if Moon or, or how about even better? That would be like, I don't know, if like Olay Bell went to the to BIC and threw up a fist. It would be a thing. Yeah, Shout but we don't ever, ever mention the team he was on. That, I, I told you that. He I said, I did. I said he was. That's what y'all do, though. I'm of two minds of it because <laughs> it's a scene setter. Carlos, a lot of people are watching our game for the first time. So right. we're just trying to create a, essentially a comparison to give context to why Huff was so good and why the job you're doing for someone who admittedly did not want to play quarterback or be a starting quarterback, statistically, you're having an amazing season. You're right. having an all-pro season two, se two weeks in. You're defying a lot of expectations. So to set you up in comparison to Huff on a positive is what I've been trying to do and what Corey's been trying to do because to be completely honest, you've been summarily impressive this year. You've right. been doing... Right. A great fucking job. Right. So and it's I, comparing I, you to that guy think, who had the job before. And I, and I appreciate that, right? So, well, so well, let well. me say this though. Well. So if there's somebody who never watched before, they ain't even gonna know who Huff is. So if it's a new, yeah, watch, they are because they, they see not, him on the highlights from from the past. So, but and this is now. This the, is now the, not that's y'all. But I, I, I'm gonna tell y'all what it do for what, what it do for me though. Like personally, like listen, y'all gonna do what y'all gonna do. Y'all grown man. I'm a grown man. I can't stop y'all from doing what y'all doing. But what I'm saying is the way low key just it create a narrative for real. Though. That's all. Like well, it, it is a narrative. And, like and well, whether y'all whether y'all wanted to be positive or not. It's not positive. It's if not. you comparing somebody to somebody in the past, nothing positive comes from that. Like, so y'all might feel like it's creating a positive narrative, but for me, it ain't never going to be positive because everybody going to be looking like, so even if they didn't see, let's say they didn't watch, well, what, what, they going to go really back and be doing. like, oh, he not as good as him. Like, or that's, they going to go back and be like, oh, he better than him. So then you're going to have people looking at Huff a certain kind of way, or you're going to have people looking at me a certain kind of way. Like, either way, reason, I don't feel like it's positive. That's the main reason after week one, I let it go. Yeah, because I said, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because after week one, I'm like, damn. It's kind of unfair for me to keep bringing. Huff is doing it. That's It's the same thought process. I'm, I'm like, yo, when I mention Carlos, Opie, I'm not going to mention Huff. And, like, I, I do that consciously because I'm like, you know what? The U is trying to do something here. It's already a struggle. You feel me? It's already a struggle having to deal with the narrative that they're not going to be as good as they were. We all know that, right? That's the narrative period, that they're not going to be as good as they were.
you know, trying to compare him directly to Huff, while Huff is actually on a team doing work, we call the team the Huffables. How much of Huff are we going to talk about? Like, I don't, I don't want to talk about Huff anymore when it comes to the U. I just, to me, they're just two separate things. I'd rather keep Huff on the animals. Let's talk about where Opie came from in Baltimore, why he wasn't a quarterback back then, or why he never took the role seriously, and how he's dominating now, and is probably in the top two, top three quarterback after two weeks. So, and what did you think he was going to say when he started this? And no disrespect, uh, Opie, because you're you have every right to say how you want to be covered as well. Um, like you said, we're grown ass men and I'm very stubborn. So I'll get back to that in a second. But Rob, you thought he was going to talk about the accent thing. We weren't even going to bring up the Huff thing because eventually we were maybe even. You thought he was going to talk about it, too, because you just said the you. No, you the just accent. said it. Yes. That's yes. What we you that's. just said then it. So why would we went No, 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 no. Hold on. Why wouldn't Huff he thing, think that? Which wasn't why even us bringing that? it up. No, but why wouldn't he think that? Because but you what said What I'm saying is, is, is to bring it up. Well, the U is just the Baltimore accent thing that I do with everybody. But <laughs> but he's not to, wrong, and that's what I initially thought he was going to do. So and that's what we were talking about because we weren't even talking, not trying to shoot Corey Baylor. Everybody. No, no, no. And that's fat. And, and it's it's and it's funny, er, that I suck at it because you guys can keep making fun of me for it. But to get back to what we were just talking about, I think it's unfair not to mention how well you're handling it because your attitude that it doesn't matter, matching Rob. At attitude that it shouldn't matter it may not reflect what is true but that is the way that you have to handle it and what you are doing is being yourself you're not coming in there you're not doing the sidearm throws you're not doing the crazy pitching at the end of the, the play you're playing your brand and it's it's actually reminiscent of what the you was before right and right. And, and to be fair carlos i wasn't even going to mention that because we actually were going to potentially and maybe <laughs> have huff on later to talk about the four o'clock game but okay. we'll talk about Huff versus the U when Huff plays the U. Let's talk yeah. about Carlos Croslin versus BIC because I, I actually wanted to bring something up really quick. I think this is a really interesting conversation about media narrative and perception. And I wanted mm. to thank Carlos for bringing that up because there is a bit of an implicit bias when you compare someone replacing someone else. True. And you don't do that it's an inherent human thing, but it's not magnified to the level that it is in sports. Like if someone moves to another job and someone replaces them, there's going to always be an inherent, how good are they? You're creating those comparisons in your head. Corey, Corey. Yes. Yes. Corey. I'm just doing it as polite as possible. I wanted you to make the whole point and then just my counterpoint, but let me just say this. When Sterry Codrington, a rookie that we thought was a safety on BIC, stepped in for an injured CP3, and he destroyed the team in front of him, what was LJ Smith saying? Oh, let's see what he can do against real competition. Oh, he's not better than CP3 just yet. Because that's just what the narrative is. When you're stepping in for a different person, especially a team like the U that made it to the championship was two points away and all of the success that Huff had in, in all the championships. When you're replacing that person at a position, it's just natural to make that comparison because let's be honest, Carlos, if you guys win the championship this year, you now replace somebody that didn't do it last year and with either equal or lesser parts, some would argue. You get it done against the team that got, was supposedly got better if we get to that point. Now, let's not get to that point because my question to you, Carlos, was going to be, if you win a championship in New Jersey, do you forever say that the Sopranos is better than the Wire? But that's just Never. a joke. Never, Never. right? No, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't even agree that. And I'm from New Jersey. I'm not, I'm not a mob show guy anyway. You know, I, I speak enough blasphemy. Somebody's probably going to that, – that's the, that's the last straw, what I just said there. But let me say this. What does it feel like to play for a team in the U that when you were growing up in this league was like the target that you were after to try to knock down? See, it don't really feel like nothing because of, you feel me, the, uh, what I'm looking for. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it was too much going on. I'm just say this. It was too much going on with the, with the Watchmen and the DC with Buzz. The like situation. Going the yeah. The yeah, situation. that situation. Like, it was yeah. hectic. So prior to 
prior to me playing for the U, like we was waiting. Like we didn't know what the Gators, once the Gators pulled, then yeah. we was waiting. Like I wasn't going to the DC buzz. That was never an option. And we didn't know nothing about the, the Watchmen. So once we had like kind of, we was in that, that middle ground, I decided I was going to play for the U. We hollered at them. I talked to them. And once I gave my word, my word was my word. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, the Watchmen came about after I gave my word. Right. So that's what that was. Like, it wasn't even no second thought. Like, it ain't it ain't no big thing to me personally. Like, because at the end of the day, I gave my word and I stood on it. Like, and that's all it is. Like, maybe if the Watchmen would have came about a little earlier, I would have went to the Watchmen, but they didn't. So it is right. what it is. So it was an easy decision for you to just stick yeah, it, out it was an easy it was an easy decision because it was a decision made prior to the Watchmen coming about. So, so like it wasn't like yeah, it ain't like okay. I was like, damn, do I go to the U or do I play for the Watchmen? No, I was I'm going to the U, and then the Watchmen come about. Like now I could leave, but I gave them my word, so that's what so when so when was the conversation had with you that hey, Buck just left, Pack just left, Wolverine, these guys just left. We might need you to step up and play quarterback. When was that conversation had with you? It was like probably like the week before uh, the first game, probably like around that time, the week before the first game. But that wasn't really, you know, that wasn't. It was it ain't make me no never mind because like look, like I'm really trying to explain to y'all. Like I play football, so when it was time to play ball, like I was going to play ball, like. It was just time that now, now the only thing that really happened for real was just that like y'all see the change starting to come off for real. Like I'm starting to get in my bag and I'm starting right. to get a little comfortable, more playing a certain position. Like this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm at. So you get adjusted and you get acclimated a little more. And now y'all starting to see a little more of my game, but that's all it was. It wasn't really no. What's that huddle like? Huh? What's that huddle like? It's calm. What I say, go. That's the that's the what I say go. That's the that's the rule. That's the that's the grace they even they they giving me that like it ain't no like you get what I'm saying. Everybody makes suggestions, but what I say go. Like right. I'm at quarterback. What I say go. If Moon go to quarterback, what he say go. That's how we doing right. it. Like who's in charge is who's in charge, and that's why we stay. That's why this shit going to keep going. Like we ain't going to make no no whole bunch of you get what I'm saying. Like ain't going to be too yeah. many. Back and forth, like, oh, I want to do this, you want to do that. No, look, we're getting. What is it about? about what is it about that jersey, though? Because to be honest, I've seen a lot of of big time guy, big time player guys, guys with tons of confidence in themselves, guys that that will literally have said to other guys on that roster that blah blah blah, and most of it is not repeatable even on an explicit show. And then somehow you guys. Or, or whoever it is, and you, Rob, you even know this, you get onto the sideline and all of a sudden it's this, it's this collective unit that no matter who it is in the game or whose turn it is, it just seems to always run smoothly. And very no, rarely is. is anybody looking at each other saying it, oh, it's your fault or no, I should have right, been right, in. Right. What is I'm gonna it? Tell you, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's two words. It's respect and it's preparation. That's it. It's respect and preparation. Like, when I'm like, once you get over there, like you listen, if you're a competitor, you're a competitor. You know how it is when you're competing against a person. But once we there, like you my teammate now, I'm gonna respect you, you're gonna respect me. And then we're right. gonna prepare properly. So and, when it's time and who to play, sets that who sets play. that for the you? Who who is like the number one, the 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 couple of guys who sets that for the you? At least Ryan, in your experience. I, I say the number one person is Ryan. I try. Listen, I, I try to tell people. I try to tell people when I was on the U. Ryan, give I give Ryan him his credit. Tomorrow, he did his shit, dude. He give him well his credit. Machine. I ain't gonna lie he to does. you. That's Ryan it. does very well at running the U. He does a great job. I, I left the U understanding that yo, Ryan is probably one of the better team managers that I've ever dealt with. And Carlos is right here on on a version of the U that I wasn't even on, and is telling you the same thing. Ryan Shamar really is that guy. So if he's if Ryan Shamar is not focused, it can be a tough season. But it's not, I ain't gonna lie though. It ain't just him though. It ain't just him though. It's a team effort though. Like you get what I'm saying? Like it ain't just like, you feel me? He, it, 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 it come down. Like you get what I'm saying? Everybody be on the same page though. That's all. Like One everybody first... pretty much on the same page. We got a common goal. Right. So if you got a common goal and you can get people on the same page to reach that goal, then you feel me? Everything fall in line. That's all. 
I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think your first completion for a U as a U quarterback was that that six yard comeback route to uh, Scat uh, Pat Coburn well, on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know you've obviously gotten to know him pretty quickly. You guys have. I feel like you're hooking up with him more than you know. Even though we're not allowed to mention it, you know very recently there was a certain situation maybe last year I don't know but it seems like you're even throwing the ball more to Pat Coburn than he was getting uh opportunities last year so you've you've developed a quick chemistry I've I I think he's the best route runner in the league or maybe in the league's history tell the audience and everybody that may not know you know kind of exactly who Pat Coburn is what makes him that good if you feel he's that good and, and what you've learned about him in your, your first couple uh, weeks as the Patterson you quarterback communication that's all it is like it's, it's it's just communication for real like I ain't I don't know if he the best runner I don't know everybody in the league so I know what he can do though he is he is a good route runner but that's what I'm saying like I got a connection with a couple people Mims, y'all got to realize Mims didn't play the first game. I, he come back that right. second game, that's two touchdowns. That's two. So I got a connection with everybody. So it's not just him, but like I told y'all just now, it's preparation, it's communication. Like we out there communicating. So it ain't really just a, 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 a smoke thing or a pat thing. Like it's, we going to find out what's open. We going to see what they giving us. And we're going to take advantage of it. That's all. So to, it's not to really piggyback, Sorry, Carlos, but to piggyback off that question, do you feel your experience as a wide receiver helps you develop chemistry with people like Pat who are veterans of this league, people who have been a part of the A7FL and understand the style of football? And secondarily to that, what do you think has been a huge help to you in transitioning from being the guy who's hearing the play on the from the sideline and calling what's from coming in from the sideline? That transition from being a receiver to the play caller in the huddle. All right. So one, no, not really, because like me as a receiver is not the same kind of receiver as Pat. I'm also not the same kind of receiver as Easy. I'm not the same kind of like everybody got their style. So like, it really don't really help you much. Like you get what I'm saying? You got an understanding, but everybody do stuff so differently that it really don't, like it don't transition from me being the quarterback and like, oh, I got to throw the ball. Like it really don't help. And far as me, like calling plays and hearing plays, we like, we good because like I told y'all earlier, what I say go, like not on no like, Oh, I'm trying to like run a shit, but just like I get the last season. So right. that's what's helping that. Like, there's no confusion because you make a suggestion, he makes a suggestion. What I say go. Like, I'm a hear, I'm a listen, I'm a take heed. But what I say go, like you get what I'm saying? Who's ever in charge is in charge. And we're gonna respect who's ever in charge. That's all I, that got, I got a few questions for you though, OP. How, how long you been in this league? It's my third year. Third, oh, okay, third year. Damn, so your first season was when? I played the first season with uh, with the Gators. In 2019, right? Yeah, yeah 2019. Yeah, I played my first season with the Gators. And then I played my uh, my second season. I went to the Cobras. Oh, hold on, I'm lying. This, this might be fourth my year. fourth year. Yeah, this year, fourth, fourth year. year. 20, so 20, I played my first really year count. with the Gators. Yeah. My second season with the Cobras, my third season with the Gators, and then now this year I'm playing with the U. What What was the biggest game you were involved in before this year? Probably the Gators versus the U. The Gators versus the U. Yeah, like that first game where they like where I had to play quarterback. Like that was that really was, my first yeah. like. Yeah, like one of one of them games where I was really like thrown in there, and like now you gotta play like. Did it's you the best of the best? Right. Did you feel that pressure? Like, did you? And I know you're not a guy that normally feels. You seem very cool, calm, and collected. But did you feel the energy of that game? Yeah, game recognized game. You know what's going on when you play. Right. Like game recognized game, but like, like you said, like it don't really bother me none because I'm a baller. Like I'm a yeah. Like I'm gonna be comfortable regardless. But like 
I'm a no, like, you know the difference. Like, I know the difference between when I'm playing against somebody who really like that and then somebody, somebody like, who's not. who know how to play. Like, you got people who know how to play and then you got people who really know how to play. Like, and you know right. the difference. And I, and I ask all that to really ask, how are you, and again, I understand that you're a very calm dude, a guy that's not really too, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't really get you frazzled, but how are you preparing yourself for the atmosphere that, the game on Sunday is going to bring because it is a very different atmosphere because you're kind of walking into a rivalry that really has nothing to do with you outside of the fact that you're wearing a you uniform. You know what I'm saying? These guys are going to come with an energy that, you know, maybe after the first hit, you're going to be like, damn, what I'll do to these motherfuckers? Like, what no, I do I ain't never going to be that. Like, listen, <laughs> you know I know what's saying? going on. I'm well okay. aware. I'm well uh, aware what took place. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, see, the only thing I was fortunate enough to, like, prior to coming here, like, I played for, like, I played for the Gators, and you know the Gators ain't no slouch either. Right. Like, you understand what I'm saying? So that atmosphere that the you got is the same kind of atmosphere that the Gators had. Like, it may not be With the BIC same specifically, yeah. Yeah, yeah right, it yeah. may not be the same exact thing, but you get what I'm saying? Like, when you nah, come here, like, they know what we come with, and you get what I'm saying? So them games, them games intense itself, in itself. So this ain't nothing new to me. Like, and plus, like, I've been doing this my whole life. Now I play football, man. Like, okay. I ain't really, like, I ain't really bothered by like the atmosphere. The atmosphere ain't never gonna bother me. Like, so how, well, how do you feel about? You... How do you? And and this will be the last thing. And I think Matt was reading my mind. But how do you feel Sunday's gonna go for you guys? Y'all know how it's going to go, man. Y'all ask, ask me crazy questions, man. Like, what you think I would say we're going to lose? I don't know. That, I, I asked it in a vague enough way that you could have said we're going to have that fun. That ain't vague, man. There's no vague way to ask a person if they're going to lose. Hey, hey, bro, you feel like you're going to get your butt one or way. It's, it can either go one or, one or two ways. We either going one or we going to lose. I don't take no L's, man. I don't, I don't do well with L's. Well, we'll we'll be we'll be watching, even though I'll be uh, preparing for for, for uh, a letter. I don't yeah, know. Man, I'm a letter. gonna recruit for you, man. That's what you need. That's what you need. I'm gonna go ahead and recruit for I appreciate for you, bro. I appreciate. It. Look, if you got anybody, if you know anybody, literally in in the entire country, you know they they could make it to Boston just as easily as our Boston guys make it to Jersey. So, um, I appreciate you, Carlos. Carlos, we're we're gonna be calling you Opie, but listen, you win hey, man, Sunday, call me Pablo. Pablo, listen, call me Pablo. Bu you saw Buck in the Watchman jersey. It said Cam. We don't know that it was your jersey or not. I didn't oh, know. No, that's right, my so jersey. Now, so that's Pablo, my jersey, Pablo. listen, man, Pablo. So we know uh, Pablo's Pablo. Cam is uh, Buck is not Cam, but Pablo no, is Pablo. Buck not, so listen, I don't got nothing to do with that over there. That's the Watchman. I'm this, telling you, when y'all see me play, my name is on the back of that jersey and say Pablo. And if things go, if things go the way that you were planning Sunday. Let me just remind you that the guy last year that we don't want to talk about, what mm -hmm. was his record? So mm. you want to make, you want to change the conversation. Sunday could be the start of that conversation changing for, you know, as, as long as, as Rob is going to be mad at me for starting it. So Carlos, yeah. thanks for coming on. You know, we really appreciate your game. The reason we brought you on here is because we're watching, man. And uh, I don't know if you, uh, you watched our highlights. Man, we got that rivalry this weekend. Y'all boys watching, <laughs> Well, man, me and Rob were singing a, a 2000s one-hit wonder rap song over your, your both of your touchdown passes the other day. So you keep, really keep them coming. Keep them coming. And, hey, you never know, man. You never All know. Right, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Never know. Thanks for being on. That's Carlos Croslin, a.k.a. Pablo. He is the quarterback of the Patterson U. And he'll be in action in our one o'clock game against the Trenton BIC. And we've got another guest coming in on the podcast right now. He is also in a very important rivalry game this Sunday as he and the Insomniacs take on his former team, the Vegas Force. It is RTC Wilkerson joining us on the pod. RTC, long time since you joined us here how the fuck are you? I am doing great. You know, just ready to play on Sunday. Got your chow mein? Nah, no chow mein tonight. I actually had Chipotle. 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 Bro, I just we hope. Gotta, I just hope stop Vegas. talking about these brands that no, don't no. pay us any money. Right, they don't pay us a dollar. I hope Vegas realize they're letting a guy 
who literally eats whatever he wants before he plays y'all, <laughs> destroy y'all. It couldn't be me, bro. I'd and be listen, are, you're meta- what? You're 26, right? Yeah. Yeah, the metabolism of 26 means that it's Polynesian crazy. sauce is perfect, perfect conduit to get that Chick-fil-A in and out the system. No big deal. But listen, we, we, we brought you on because not only are, are you guys ha- involved in probably the most important game in the Vegas division this weekend, in my opinion, but it's also like a personal battle, right? We were just mm-hmm. talking to Carlos Croslin, who's the quarterback of the U, playing BIC. Mm-hmm. We're talking to the running back of the, what we call the Vegas All-Star Insomniac team, taking on a team that, um, by me saying that you weren't going to be a part of the force, I am a bad journalist, RTC. Um, and Coach Mack and his guys over there. Now, I saw on uh, you know Facebook after the, you know, the tight loss, and even though I've talked to people out there and said that there was a, uh, you know, some questionable situations involving yellow and white and, and black and, and everything and three touchdowns that were called back and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the force had the right attitude after the loss, at least the from the perspective of their coach in that, you know, they're not going to create excuses. They got to go back to the drawing board and make sure everything's good to go. What are the insomniacs doing? And more specifically, can Scooter swing from webs? in between the Vegas skyline after that spider bite? Listen, Scooter is an amazing man. No matter what, he's going to put that ball on the string, and that's that's it. So no confirmed powers yet because I've seen the no. spider bite, and if no powers. Th- You're going to th- have to wait till Sunday for that. Okay. All right. So. You're not going to give, even though we have a history here of you leaking information here, you're not going to give us any, any ideas. I can't give you, I can't give you anything this time. Quick question though. How does it feel to be the Kings of Vegas? I guess it feels, it feels good. It feels good. But you know, at this point, at this point of like time, like right now, I'm so confident. I'm so confident in my team's play style that last week I didn't even have to play running back. I played fullback and just blocked the whole time, and the running back still had a hundred plus yards. So, so, so let's let's not even dance around it. Do you think this? Let's say playoffs started today. Today, <laughs> do you feel confident in taking this Insomniacs team all the way to the championship? I feel very confident. I got linemen that can get a push. Move their feet. Uh, you know, more, more, you know, they don't have to rely on me to uh, keep running, even though it's not working. I, I, I know we all saw that. <laughs> you know, I got a quarterback that can uh, complete passes. Interesting. So I, I don't Ooh. know. If shade or... <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell. I can't. I can. It got, oh. it got, it got, well, you saw the light go out in his car just then. Unless so you're the watching us, unless you're listening to us wherever podcasts are sold. But I will say this, though. Rob is, is gassing you into that, that, that Vegas trap, man. It happened to the Force last week. It happened to the Kryptonite in the championship. It happened to the Hunters right before the fall was over. It happened to the Pit Bosses after they thought they were the shit. And look at where they've fallen after all those weeks. Um you sound overconfident. Now, I'm confident in you guys, but the one thing I will say is that as, as much as offensive prowess as you guys have shown, there is that propensity against Sickwood at that, you know, Sickwood had only scored 21 against the force. Uh, right. they, scored, they scored quite a bit more against you guys. Is your, is your defense, defensive output more based on the the effort level that you guys are willing to put into it because let's be honest RTC the overconfidence can can show when you guys are basically showboating out there and and like I told Rob last week it, it looks like you guys are an all-star team and the one thing that you would say about an all-star team is, is there's no defense and not that there's no defense let's be honest you guys won your games but is that going to be a level of of emphasis in your your game this week is to make sure that not only do you win but you look dominant Absolutely. I'm trying to donut these guys as much as possible because donuts. donuts. Wait, let's because be clear. Who are you playing this Sunday? I'm playing the 
I forgot, you know, because, you know, I don't care. I forgot. Anymore. He was going to say it, and then it was like, it's a better troll if I forgot. Well, to remind you, it's oh. Dem Falses. And uh, I think this week they're going to be coming with that black. But you got to remember, Corey. You got to remember, Corey. Hold on. Let me turn my light back Every on. Every time I cut to him on camera. <laughs> let me, let me, let me. The let fucking me, dome let me, light goes let me, off. Let me, let me, let me. Shout out to the zone that's not ready for all of our antics yet. Yeah, let going. me turn the light on for this one. Them forces, right here. Remember that. He, uh, I, and I, hear, hear me out. Listen, I wasn't a fan what? at first. I had a lot of like, uh, yeah, RTC's okay. He's not that good. Then, because that's because I wasn't familiar with your game. Once I got familiar with your game, I'm like, yo, me and Matt kind of said it, what was it, two weeks ago. There's a thing in A7 about being Jersey good. And you, yeah. my friend, are Jersey good where you can go on a New Jersey team and be a threat anywhere. You could be a threat to Florida. You know what Ohio, I was going to do? Vegas, it doesn't matter. So I up did you, feel, wait, I did feel, because I'm not a huge friend of Rock Briscoe, I think Pac-Man Jones is that guy, but again, without a, an, a very accurate quarterback that can get it to him, he's kind of like, you know, crippled. And once I was familiar with your game, I realized you were more of that team. How do you think they're going to play you this Sunday, being that this is the first time they're seeing you in another uniform? I hope that they run commit. Because if they don't run commit, listen, I told... They're running backs last week. They can have all the shine in this pit bosses game because when it comes time for this game, I don't think I might. I don't, I don't think I'm coming out. I don't think I'm coming out on this one. You're going to, you're going to be in for the full 60. Full as 60. And, and now can we, can we get to the root of that? Because this conversation we're having now, is a little, if not drastically different than the one we were having back when we became enamored with your ability to eat chicken nuggets and Polynesian sauce and then <laughs> run on the field and, and throw up triple digits like it's nothing no, and facts. take take champion, take teams that we thought were your other team to the championship and then also beating Corey's ass uh, at the same time in the in the game earlier that day. We, we love you, I didn't Corey. beat Corey. I beat Endeavor. I'd be don't do that to Corey. Endeavored was the person. Look, I gotta keep him humble somehow. Everybody talking about us on the Instagram about us getting jobs with the NFL. Like Listen, they ain't hired my ass. I talk <laughs> way too much. I, I think I got fired before I got hired. They don't want my ass. <laughs> Jim Nance would pimp slap me. Be like, do not step over my call. It's first to ten. Would he? Would he do it? Would he do it with the master's theme just playing softly in the background? That music gives me PTSD. I swear. I swear to God, uh, for completely different reasons. But he he's he's a he's a silent slapper too. So he would just be like, "Hello, friends," and it would just be like, "Boom!" I'd be like, "Oh, I didn't even hear it." It's like that, See, that bitch slap. But the root of the this problem for Jim Nance's bitch slap is brought to you by Vineyard Vines. The root of this problem came from, I said, I asked the coach, Coach Mack, if I can play with Kryptonite in the offseason since, you know, they weren't playing in the fall. Right. I'm tell you, coach he Mack. said, he says, sure. So we get to the champion, we get to the championship game, all the way to the championship game. And, coach Mack calling you know, I finally decided to look at the forces group chat. Forces group chat was like, we don't need him. He sucks. If he's not, if he's not, uh, if he's not with us, then he's not with us. I said, mm, okay. Same so, energy for Pac-Man. I don't know. You know, did the same thing. Now it was probably he my fault. He didn't get. He didn't get the same energy. <laughs> no, I don't think so. He didn't get no, the same I, energy. So I felt like they didn't okay, need me. So I said. So I said. I said, fuck it. I don't need y'all. Then I'll go find another team. But you gotta remember, I'm I'm like 70% of the offense. Just about. Well, for the force, right? Yeah, for the force. Right. And 70%. then and then now you're in a in an offense that has like a legit like 
three-headed monster. You have the wide receiver that may be the best in, in, in Vegas. You have two of the best quarterbacks, and we can argue, you know, where they rank. And, you know, Rob was saying your jersey, your, your jersey certified running back. I, I would agree. I was, I was just, you know, screwing around. Like I was watching film, you know, cause I'm trying to prepare myself to play Baltimore. They're ready to, they, they literally have wanted posters out throughout the, uh, throughout the you know, <laughs> West side and the East side. So I'm going to somehow find out <laughs> where central is, but anyway, um, uh, and, and, and I was thinking, you know, courage, Mosey fucking tough ass name is courage. And I was like, man, we said RTC is the Aldi's courage. Let's give him another ridiculous ass like adjective nickname. And I was like, what about, brav- <laughs> what about bravado Wilkerson? And here you come storming onto the three on one podcast all- with nothing but bravado. Win that fucking game Sunday, man. Let's go. RTC is cool, but bus has been done with running backs. I imagine I, the new I, the new courage is now bravado Wilkerson. Bravado I'm Wilkerson. I'm not gonna lie. Just now That's good. That I'm not happy that I thought of, and I have to sure. say it out loud. And I'm sorry for beforehand. Sure. As the person who created Thick Boy Season, I thought bravado. That means he's got big balls. That means he's big balls Wilkerson. He's BBW. And I was like, oh hey, no, oh no. <laughs> no. I mean, honestly. For, for for you to be so excited about thick boy season, for you to say BBW, I mean, you're just being inclusive at this point. I mean, big balls Wilkerson is. I, I don't know if we. I don't know if my wife is 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 getting real excited if we're gonna have a three on one shirt that has BBW on it. But hey, hey, bravado Wilkerson, maybe get your own brand of clothing and just fuck around and just wear BBW. A Listen, I don't know. Big bravado Wilkerson. Let's do a poll. How about that? I don't even know if we can do a poll on a podcast. But since we, since we robbed shit from Drop the Drop it in the comments. The if you're watching on the zone, and I'm really sorry. No, that's insane. No, we're not. You're welcome. No, we're sorry. Big you're balls welcome. Wilkerson is insane, bro. I'm not going to lie. What Listen, is I, I got a guy. Title, I, I got a guy who will put that on a shirt. Shout out to. Chris Mouth Mouth McWilliams, he's gonna put that on the shirt for me. I'm gonna have mo- another one of you motherfucking dream team bastards. Fucking give me a high ankle <laughs> sprain and make it all that weight loss fucking pointless for you, your boy. <laughs> anyway, I'm still should have kept about the weight. Shit. You should have just kept the weight, man. Nah, man. I, there's other cool reasons why. The hit. Yo, my my. <laughs> never mind. I was gonna say something my fucking son said to me, but he's he's so disrespectful. I'll never live it down. <laughs> he goes like this to me. I will say it. he's like, Dad, gonna have a six pack, bro. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I paid for your gym membership. I'm gonna fucking cancel it. <laughs> he's taller than me too. So Ooh. in the poll, yeah. Not listen. Listen. Is he I, faster? What he ran an in eighth grade. He ran a 99 yard quarterback sneak. First game of the season. Yeah, Corey, we ain't never seen you do that one. <laughs> no, no one has. And I've I'm seen not, him juke somebody, oh, though. I've seen him juke somebody. But you can, no, no disrespect, but you can Bobby Newman. Is that a thing? I don't nah, know. Bobby Newman jumps over people. Yes, that's a thing. Bobby Newman to... does, not 34 yeah. year old Bobby Newman. See, he yeah. was shaving his head, so you didn't see the grace. But we're doing a poll. And somehow figure it out, comment section somewhere. What is RTC, Anthony Wilkerson's real name? Anthony Wilkerson, RTC, Bravado Wilkerson, or BBW? I really like Bravado Wilkerson, especially because yeah, I like Bravado, too. Listen, win, win, I don't know. We'll see. But how do you guys feel about this top 10? Because I know that you you Ooh. literally, and, and there's, a re, there's a receipts episode coming eventually. But on your episode where we had you and Tone on, you actually said after just trashing Trey, but you were like, what are you saying? You're telling me a team with me and Trey on it couldn't do some, some damage out of his? He did say that. He so, did say, when we named the all-star team, he did say that. Now, Matt's going to do the, the receipts noise. All week one, we were getting it, and even though the segment wasn't coming on. But how do you now feel that you got Trey in the huddle? No, look, it wasn't your fault. It was the jam and it was the rest. It was the, listen, you know who was Matt? It was the guy who runs all the social media. Yeah. Yeah. That fat asshole. No, no, no. Don't disrespect my guy that runs (laughs) social media. He's not fat. 
So pretty punches I, babies. You you know him pretty well. You must have heard something <laughs> I didn't. As this show goes totally off the rails, and good thing we're talking to an off-road bus vehicle. <laughs> RTC, now that you you spoke all of that into fruition, the leaving the force, the new team, you're gonna play with your friends, and you weren't even sure it was the kryptonite, and it wasn't, and it's beautiful because I was both wrong and right at the same time, and right. everyone wins at that point. How do you guys feel with the That's roster that you put that. put together? If it, it does relate to the end goal, which is you're going to have to beat either a team from Florida or a team from the Northeast to get the overall goal, which is the, 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 the league championship. Now that you've spoken into fruition, how do you feel about that? And are you guys on track, do you think? I feel like we are on track because I don't, I don't want nothing but the number one spot. I don't care how we get it, how we do it. If I got to sit and let somebody else play just to get that number one spot to put Vegas on the map, I want the number one spot. Based on what you've seen from BIC this year, do you, do you think the Insomniacs can do it if it's BIC? Yeah, yeah, because the force let go of the same person that guarded Ashante Worthy all game. And you got to remember, he had he what what he had like one or two touchdowns. Bro, well, other probably. other than other than the most disrespectful stiff arm to the face that I've ever seen a wide receiver put on a corner. I, I, Dillard Davis, you're talking about, right? No, I'm talking about Gianni Breland. Oh, Gianni Breland, excuse me. Wow. Yeah, I I I I mix both of them. But Gianni Breland's the one who took the took the stiff arm to the face, um, and sent him into the, his soul into forever into the the field at Asbury Park, um. He got cut from the force that is now in the Insomniacs as well. Yes. Are the force okay? And I don't think so. And, and Tone Tone Smith has also got a revenge game uh, about to come up too here, huh? Yeah. So, what do you think yeah. the spread is for your game Sunday? Conservatively, we win by twenty-one. Jesus Christ, that's conservative. We won by 21. How many points can did they score on offense? We're going to put up – we're going to try to put up 46. So you think that they can score a decent amount because you guys are just going to be playing like, you know, in the, in the third and fourth quarter, you're going to be playing uh, NBA all-star defense? Mm. Now that all of our guys are back, you know, from suspension, quote-unquote, mm. you know? Yeah. I don't <laughs> – I don't think Rock has enough time to get the ball. It's just going to be like how it we was when we went to New Jersey. Where do you rate Rock Briscoe in the quarterbacks that you've played with in the past two seasons of A7FL football, including the fall? Hmm. He got beat. Uh, he's under Munchie now because Munchie definitely spun the ball the other day. Uh, he's definitely fourth. Fourth because that's the the fourth Q- QBI got on the list. So, so he's last. So he's last. Yeah. No, last, but, that, last. That, but that means that you, so in, in the past couple of seasons, you played with Rock Briscoe. Mm-hmm. I played oh, with Darnell Richardson. Yes. Scooter mm-hmm. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Trey Munchie. Robinson. And Munchie now. And he's still yeah, so he, Rock, Rock, Rock is fifth. What is it about his game? Now, we just mentioned a lot of good quarterbacks. And I'd say based on statistics and record, Rock's better than me. He's still my favorite quarterback. He's older than me. He doesn't look as old as me this year, but anyway. Rock just does not have the athleticism than the rest of those guys. Yeah. Which is Trey, Trey, that's a walking six points. Darnell, that's a walking six points. Scooter. He's slinging it. That's another six points. Munchie, multi-talented. He can play wherever and succeed. So it's just he got to be at the bottom because Rock is set in his own mind, own mindset. If it's not 
you know, it's what he calls at the end of the day. And what he calls, he saw what happened in New Jersey. It doesn't work. Knowing what you know, playing with who you playing with and having who you have on your team, you're going, let's say, let's say everything goes the way you want it to go. You beat everybody you want to beat and you find yourself in Las Vegas. Um, please correct me on the stadium if I'm wrong. Bullhead, Bullhead, Bullhead. Anderson Automotive. Anderson Automotive, Anderson Automotive Arena. Anderson Automotive Arena. That's Arizona. That's Arizona. So it's not Las Vegas. <laughs> Somebody lied to me. Um, no, you find yourself so there, cool. yeah. and you're playing BIC hypothetically for the championship, the national <laughs> championship. Who's your quarterback? Scooter. Even with everything you know, you'll still keep Scooter back there. I'm picking Scooter. You know how hard it is to get Scooter down? For, for Vegas. I don't I, care. I'd if like you're, to see what happens. I don't if the care BIC if you're Ferrari. You're gonna have you're gonna have to do some type of rapping. And I'm a fan of Scooter now. I don't yo, want y'all to see. Yo, I'm a big fan big of Scooter. Mook chase down what wide receiver did he chase down? That's that's what I'm saying. We well, he also got that like, fucking sack fumble on uh two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's guys like Big Mook and KWAC who are pretty big guys. I think you know that. But you still he they still have to get past our O line nightmare ice and John Price or Gabe or Wes. They're they're like brick walls that actually move their feet. You seen and our our game on the forces, our first step when we're running the ball is backwards. Word. Why? Word. So I, I kind of want to dig a backwards. little bit. Sorry, finish your point. No, you go ahead. When it comes to the move to the Insomniacs, the <laughs> the free agency period in Vegas from when the fall brawl ended to the week that the A7FL started at the end of March felt more frantic than and frenetic than any other time with the exception of Baltimore joining the U and then becoming the Watchmen and all that other cosmic A. What was the process like for you once you saw the group chat wasn't really feeling it to where you could have went back to the kryptonite? What drew you to the insomniacs? What's drawn all these great players to come together in this big, you know, big three Miami heat level of move? It was those damn group chats. No, so it was like in Vegas. I was like, what are you doing? So I got two older brothers, right? So they finally decided they want to play football. So I'm like, okay, come to the kryptonite. So my older brother, Thomas, he was like, no, I want to go to a team that has never won a game. Absolute is just trash. So everybody can be surprised. So I was like, I was like, oh, no, we can stay with kryptonite. So, (laughs) you know, Scooter, Scooter hits me. He was like, hey, come to Asomniacs. We can... We got a we got a nice squad. You got a line that actually blocks for you downfield. So, long story short, um, my other brother Kendrick, he goes to the Somniac. So I'm going where my older brothers go. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play with family, even though I said I'm gonna play with friends. Family always comes first. Right. And that was the big thing with the force because, you know, they said we were a family and then I go back to the group chat and then you guys are talking bad. I can't get with that. Understood. That's completely understandable. He's and going He's going just, on a Corey Hammond jersey tour, man. He's trying to catch up to me. He's already got listen, three. Ex- he's got except, three in two years. Except, except, yeah. No, no, nothing except. He won the the Vegas championship. He won the fall bro, the fall championship, right or wrong? Did no, he won, he won the spring uh, championship in he, Vegas. He they lost spring, the fall championship. Lost fall, and now he's on a team that might be the Vegas champs. Now I, I yeah. This is this will be my parting shot to to bravado over here because let's be honest. Um, I think it's been it's public that I'm I, I'm I'm likely, you know, especially my character is leaning towards your side. But like I said, and I always warn people from Vegas because it's become a trend. 
Now, I know that you have zero doubt in your mind, but we have to play the other side to it. If the force used that loss to get back on the right page and they're using all this motivation, somehow they pull out something. For one week, what will we have to call you then? We'll, 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 for one week, will we have to call you Anthony, the force, Wilkerson? Or, or white Air Force energy Wilkerson, like, like there has to be some type of penalty to make the stakes high here because as much as disrespect we throw the force, I think a win against you guys puts their season right back on track and it makes the Vegas division now this wide open Wild West thing that could be even more exciting. Now, do I feel like I see that happening? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that the last time you came on this podcast is as confident as you were the team that you played that weekend, you beat by more than the 21 you just promised us. And the pit bosses were just as confident um, as any team could ever be. This is a force team coming off a loss. So with as much bravado as you have, what is, what, what is the penalty for you? If the force beat us on Sunday, I will get a shirt made on the back is going to say, the force owned me. <laughs> so there you go, Coach Mack. I'm not the worst journalist ever because I tried to balance it out. But at the end of the day, Bravado Wilkerson earned that nickname with 200-plus total yards. Yo, could you take a three-on-one back? Or is that asking too much? Oh, asking way too much. Huh? We leave that for skinnier guys. <laughs> Come on now. Fair. <laughs> skinnier Fair. guys. Did you see Ike won this this weekend? Skinnier guy. There you go. And speaking of tinyurl.com backslash HFFL merch. Tinyurl. Let's do that. Tinyurl.com backslash merch. And if you didn't understand me, it's tinyurl.com backslash A7FL merch. Because, look, RTC, you know that you're getting that thick boy season shirt eventually. Rob's a hus-hus guy. Secretly? Matt Ryan just loves the three-on-one podcast here with the three of us. I do too. And yeah, it's my friends. I I actually own the prints to all three of them. <laughs> Even though I buy my you own do. shirt for other people. But but anyway, RTC, thanks for coming on. And with a win, I think we'll have a courage and a bravado in the league. And that makes me. For, for someone that, uh, you know, was decent on the SAT with vocab. I think I killed the show. Now. I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I had to look up bravado to make sure it worked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, guys. RTC, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Excited to see. I'm excited that we get to call one of your games. Because one thing I've been looking for are those games on the schedule. And Is that the 7 o'clock honest, game? That's the 7 o'clock game, yeah. If I'm not dead, man, I'll be watching it. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> They're going to be saying, watch this. I- I'm going to be trying to watch it. I-, I don't know if I'll watch it. The, the watch this hashtag might, be, uh, might, be, might mean something different by that You time. can watch the games live this Sunday on a7fl.tv and across the world outside of the United States on DAZN. Action starts at 1 p.m. Eastern. The BIC will be taking on the Patterson U at 4 o'clock in the East. It'll be the Silk City Animals taking on the Railway Snow Tribe and then our nightcap, our 7 o'clock game before we hand the keys over to Fox 5.2. It's the Vegas Force taking on the Las Vegas Insomniacs, a battle of the defending Vegas champions and a team that up until this point had not able to win a game, but they have come together like the Monstars or some sort of pro football Voltron and look to put 46 on the heads of the reigning Vegas champions. Don't miss a moment. Head on over to a7fl.tv. And as Corey said, you can go to tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. Pick up some t-shirts. We get the money, please. We need the money. And also go to Skillshare. You can click the link in the description below to find out how you can get a free 30-day trial of Skillshare and we'll get about $5. So please give us $5 <laughs> by either for buying free. our t-shirts. Yes, for free. You get something free, we get money. That's how it works. Capitalism oh, is a Shout out to my Insomniac fan. My Insomniac fan, love y'all. 
We about to get this W. I'm out. It sounded like you said insomniac fan, like there was a singular person. Is there more than one? Yo, Tim, you rule, bro. Gotta go. Gotta go, bro. Gotta get inside. Gotta get inside. Joining us here on the podcast. But we'll wrap this one up unless you guys have some final thoughts. Uh, I'm just excited for the games this weekend, as usual. Yeah. This might be the best week of the regular season until week five. Because it's going to be a wild time and it's going to get better every week. Thank you to everyone who's been watching us on a7fl.tv and DAZN. Some of the most, at least in terms of international and domestic viewership, some of our highest numbers in quite a long time. People coming over to a7fl.tv, especially on social media, continue to support us. The only way we grow is by you helping out and telling people how awesome this is. I know there's other football going on. But if you're looking for the best spring football, it is here on the A7FL. Go to Skillshare, click the gimmick, buy the merch, and join us live from Asbury Park Stadium and Bonanza High School and across the A7FL landscape. We've got the battle for Cincinnati this week, guys. You know, the the Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Chaos are going to be taking on the QC Crush. That one's going to be an awesome game, and we're excited to see what happens with that one. But for Big Rob Fabian, who'll be in the booth with me on Sunday. For Corey Hammer, my quarterback, who'll be taking the long ride down I-95 and then back again this Sunday. I'm Matt Ryan reminding you, as always, don't be an asshole. I'll try. <laughs>